Welcome to the A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter uh, at A to Z Sports, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, everywhere across social media. We're Nashville's on demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. We got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us and they help all you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the Pulse of Fitness 15 minute workout. Yep, 15 minutes, mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon. Go to wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They're at calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, just a couple quick notes on this Titans schedule that I wanted to kind of come out of the gates with to catch everybody up. So there are, uh, you know, most games are noon CBS, but there are a few non-noon CBS games, including week two at Seattle, still on CBS, but that 325 central kickoff. Week six, hosting the Buffalo Bills is Monday night football. Week nine at the Los Angeles Rams Sunday night football. So I got the Rams primetime game correct. You got the Bills primetime game correct. Then the week 13 bye, which is December 5th. And then week 16, something I don't think we really expected, was uh, Thursday night football hosting San Francisco right before Christmas. So that's that was interesting. But three t- primetime games hosting the Bills for Monday night football at the LA Rams for Sunday night football and then hosting the Niners on Thursday Night Football late in the year. What was your reaction on that uh, overall? Well, we were we probably a little overzealous because we were a little too close to to the team. (laughs) No doubt. Too close to the small market, as they say, to predict four. But I I think our predictions, though, going back to yesterday's show, was more based on the opponents, not necessarily the Titans, but also the caveat of Derrick Henry. So that's where I thought that they they uh, were going to go. They went West Coast. I don't know. I, I I watched very minimal coverage last night, but I did get a chance, and this is actually pretty entertaining. Rich Eisen interviewed Al Michaels, Jim Nance, and Joe Buck. Try screen. Yeah. And they're giving each other – I mean, it was, it was really funny because each one – I mean, these are prestigious broadcasters that – I mean, obviously, you and I respect them very much because we're in the industry, and fans either love them or hate them, but they're sitting there talking jive to each other about who got the best primetime games and the ratings matchup. It was really funny. Jim Nance was throwing shade on CBS to start out, basically saying, I didn't, I just received the schedule. I haven't even had a chance to look at it. So it was it, so the primetime matches going through. A lot of West Coast games. That's the reason why I told that story is because that's what Al Michaels told me is there's a lot of West Coast games in prime time, which Michaels likes because he lives in L.A. And we saw that, which is kind of funny because it correlates to the Titans' primetime schedule because they have two really West Coast teams. I know yeah. that uh, I know the the Rams are on, on the uh, on the West Coast, but the San Francisco 49ers. Two NFC opponents, which I thought was curious, but the Bills, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so we'll get to the primetime games because I think the NFL messed up on it, to be honest, and, and I'll talk deeper about that. But let's just look at the whole schedule as, as on its face, right? We already knew about the week one uh, against Arizona, then you know back-to-back NFC opponents to start the season. Here's where I think it gets interesting, Zach, because everybody has looked, the, and my, myself, myself included, the initial reaction was, holy hell, week 6 through 10 is brutal. Bills, Chiefs, at Colts, at Rams, Saints. Playoff team, playoff team, playoff team, playoff team, playoff team. Like that's, That is a tough six-week stretch uh, right there for the Tennessee Titans. But week 6 through 10, or I guess uh, that would be uh, technically five weeks, five games in a row there. But I think the most important stretch, Zach, in my opinion, is week three through eight. It's not six through 10. It's three through eight bookended by the Indianapolis Colts because the Rams and the Saints, while those games might be entertaining, they're non-out-of-conference games. And if you want to win the AFC South, 
there are two objectives. Win your divisional games and win your AFC games. And you've got Colts, Jets, Jags, Bills, Chiefs, Colts. That Those six games right there, week three through eight, there's a lot of weight put on that because, you, you know, the Jets and the Jags are not going to be in the wild card hunt, but they're relevant there. But the other games you're looking at, Zach, it's Buffalo, uh, Kansas City, and the Colts twice. Like, you're going to be in a playoff race with those three teams once you get into December. And if you can knock up some wins early on in the, in the season, you have tiebreakers that go your favor. And especially the Colts, who are the favorites to win the AFC South in Vegas right now. You have them that early on in the year, three and eight. You've got to take advantage of that and win those games to have the tiebreakers going into the playoffs. So I think the most important stretch is weeks three through eight, not six through ten. So I'm going to say something that is going to set the tone for really the rest of this year. Now that I know the schedule, my expectations for the Tennessee Titans are just to make the playoffs. I'm not looking or expecting them to win the AFC South anymore. I am not expecting them to go to the AFC Championship game. Compartmentalized on what they did in the offseason with free agency, to how they drafted, to now the schedule, I know a lot more information. So I actually disagree with you about the most important, and this is the best part about this show, right? We all have opinions. Yeah. The most important part of the schedule, in my opinion, does not come in those weeks because they don't line up with my expectations. My expectations, the, the bonus is there's a seventh playoff team in the AFC, right? That's good thing. Good thing. Yeah. The most important stretch, Austin, is actually, in my opinion, week 12 through 17. Patriots, Steelers, Dolphins, all three of those are going to be vying for the playoffs. And that is when the playoff hunt moves. The other caveat to this, you've got the Jacksonville Jaguars in week four. Now, granted, it is coming off of a bye, but Trevor Lawrence has had 14 weeks to get a hell of a lot better under Urban Meyer. And then the primetime game, which by week 16, I don't know who the San Francisco 49ers will be. I know they'll have a good defense. I know they'll run the football. If it's Trey Lance, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Well, you don't know because last year the Niners got all injured. And by week 16, they were a terrible football team. And usually that doesn't happen to the same team twice. Now, that's going back to history, right? Usually... Uh, injuries are weird, but usually it doesn't. Lightning doesn't strike twice on the injury bug for a football team. So I'm looking at Austin at Patriots home against the Jags after the bye at Steelers. That's going to be a massive game. Then after that massive game, you got to play Thursday night at home uh, against San Francisco, and then the Miami Dolphins, who we all think are going to be in the hunt. That is my most important stretch because I think that will define where or if well, the Titans end up in the playoffs. And obviously it's all linear, right? Like if the Titans drop the ball in my week three through eight stretch, then yeah, it makes your stretch that much more important because you have teams that will be vying and jockeying for wild card positioning. Uh, Scott says the 49ers are always overhyped. Bro, they were in the Super Bowl like two years ago. Like <laughs> they, had, yeah, they got injured last year. So, uh, but again, like I, I think if they take care of their business in those six games, week three through eight, like I'm talking about, and maybe they go four and two, then they're set up really well <clears throat> to to really actually win the AFC South. So, really, it's a difference in our opinions. You are just saying, hey, Titans, if you can make the playoffs this season, job well done. Or I am saying, and usually you have higher expectations than me, I am saying it's winning back to back AFC South titles. It's getting another home playoff game. And I think that's reasonable because you're you're going up against the Indianapolis Colts. That is your competition for the AFC South. And you've got those two games, week three and week eight, and have an opportunity. Course, getting Carson Wentz early, I think, is good. Then you've got four other games where Carson Wentz might get hurt by the time you play the Colts the second time. And maybe you can win... If you can win both of those Colts games, 
you're in a great position. Notoriously, that doesn't happen. Right, right. So, but it, I think the Titans need to go four and two through the week three through eight stretch, which means beating the Jets, beating the Jags, splitting the Colts, and then splitting the Bills and Chiefs. And if they can get away with doing that, now they're set up to have a couple NFC games where they can they can win and stack some nice wins to get a record. But they already have a leg up in the division and with some AFC wins. Yeah, I think this is where this is why I changed is I value their division, right? Of how bad it is, right? How top heavy it is. It has two teams. And then you got two, one rebuilding team that we think is going to be really good with a really good quarterback eventually, but not this year. And then you got the Texans, who we all think is going to pick first in the 2022 NFL draft. You're now on the clock, right? So, you, you're right, Austin, when you say this is a two-horse race, pun intended, with the Colts. You you sit there and you look at it, but, here's my but, we're not talking about ands, but their schedule is really tough in two different stretches. And one of the stretches, again, the key, that, the thing that scares me for the Titans, Pittsburgh, San Fran, Miami. I, I know this, I, I, I understand the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, those three-week stretch. But I look at the late in the season, Pittsburgh, short week, San Francisco, then Miami. Those are where you change and move and you, you the must-wins happen. So uh, overall, I've seen worse schedules, right? So we've talked a lot about maybe more of the negative or the – uh, the thing that we have to be aware of. I have seen the Titans have worse schedules. Let's talk about what we like about their schedule because yeah. there is a couple of things that I do truly like in the breaks that the NFL, I think, gave Tennessee. Oh, oh I, I have four things specifically that I like. So we'll ask you guys this question. What do you like about the Titans' schedule? BMO has a good comment about splitting up into quarters, but that's a little more difficult now that there's 17 games. It's not just even quarters there. I don't know uh, what John what, Gruden's going to do. <laughs> but what do you like about the Titans schedule? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu. The Pulse of Fitness for one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout, is absolutely free, and it is for you. I guarantee it's for you. Whether you're in shape, you're out of shape, you need to shave a couple LBs off the waistline. You just want to increase your muscle mass, your strength overall. Maybe you got some pre-existing injuries where you can't lift like you used to. Mandu is for you. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. They have clients all the way from 18 up into their 90s. Mandu, zero impact on your joints, all the impact on your muscles to make your fitness goals become reality this year. Mandu.com. Your first workout's free. Austin, I get up. Knock on some wood, because last night I did something I've never done since I downloaded BetMGM. I used the promo code A to Z Sports when I signed up, and last night, Austin, I won every single solitary one of my bets. I won over $500. Straight cash, homie. I don't know how, but the NBA was a blessing last night and one Major League Baseball game. Shout out to the Brewers beating the Cardinals in a random-ass parlay I put together. But that's the best part about BetMGM. You can have nights like that. I've told you about my nights where I've lost. Download the app today. Use promo code ATOZ Sports. Man, I woke up feeling it, feeling good on a Thursday. All right, so what do you like about the Titans' schedule uh, Lucas says San Francisco got to travel after a late game Sunday. Um, Bemo says Colts had the first Colts first half of schedule is tough. Not concerned with Houston. The Jags going to Jag. I do still think that the division of the Titans will lose. Rob says he likes the opening game. Puka says Steelers that um, during that period have own killer row of playoff teams. Uh, Big Mac says Miami Magic might kick us in the butt. Uh, Steph says late bye week could be huge for potential injuries. So what do you like about it? Rob says if they go two and one in that stretch, you think they'll make it. I'm not sure what stretch you're talking about. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Ahmad says the bye week is late. I'd rather have it late rather than early in the year because last year they had to make shift by because of the COVID impact. Ethan Randy says I'm not scared about Pittsburgh until I see how their O-line holds up and their 60-year-old quarterback is performing. So Zach, I, I actually have one of my four things that I like is I like the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers 
are that late in the season because old Ben gets to show up late in the year. And I don't know exactly how the Steelers are going to look. I expect like the Steelers get off to what the 10 to start. And then they were really bad and ugly to watch down the stretch. One of my four things is that I like Pittsburgh, especially at Pittsburgh being late in the season. Cause if it's at Pittsburgh in the first month, that's a different animal you're having to deal with. But big Ben is a Titans killer, right? Very rarely do the Titans beat Ben Roethlisberger in the history of their franchise. Let's just face it, right? I mean, you got to go back to the Heinz Warren Cortland Finnegan hit, <laughs> right? Like it, Big Ben has their number, whether it's on Monday night, Thursday night, or Sunday afternoon. So that I I I do understand where you're talking, where you're coming from, because that's a di- this is a different Ben, right? Father Time. This is he's an older Ben. I do. I, I just trust Pittsburgh is always going to be in it. I I always, if you're a Titans fan, always be conscious of what the Steelers are and when you play them. I, that, that that's all I would say. So that that was one of your good things. What are the other three? I'm kind of so the other three that I have. The the first one I listed is that no road stretch longer than two games. Like if you if we pull up that graphic again, Zach, I'll, I'll throw that up there real quick. If you look at what the Titans have. You know, you got at Jets, at Jags, then it's at Colts, at Rams, then that's it, right? Those are your only, like, back-to-back road games. And so I do like the fact that it's very balanced when you're talking about home versus away. So that was my first thing. I've already mentioned uh, playing Pittsburgh late because old Ben sets in there. Thursday night football, um, I, I, I like the fact that Thursday night football is at home because that's a quick turnaround and it's at home against the West coast team. Like that. I'm kind of surprised the NFL did that having a West coast team travel East and play on a short week. Usually we all know the stats and all the, the talks about how West to East playing those noon games. is hard West to East in a short week is difficult for the Niners. And the last thing Zach that I like is on that Niners game, it's December 23rd, which means Christmas weekend gets to be off. <laughs> so I, I like the fact that we don't have to go uh, do a, a Titans Sunday game the day after Christmas, and we get to kind of relax a little bit. That's that was what a pan I like. personal. So your that, final one was a pan personal. Hell yeah, it was. Because we, we talked about this yesterday. The first thing I look at is when are my Sundays off, right? And I only have three Sundays off. The bye week is one, a Thursday night game, and one Monday night game. And I like the fact that the Thursday night game allows me to have Christmas weekend. So I, I like all of the things that you said. I The only thing I question is the Pittsburgh thing because I'm just – I'm a little bit uh, – Pittsburgh, it makes me a little bit uneasy. I think it makes – I think Pittsburgh makes everybody uneasy. That's just the, the franchise that they've built, right? Here's one thing that I like that you didn't necessarily mention. Okay. And that is – this early road trip, New York, Jacksonville. I think you can get two back-to-back wins and build some momentum going into your toughest stretch, right? Bills, Chiefs, Colts. That's your toughest stretch. It's not necessarily most important in my opinion, but it is your toughest stretch. I think you can build some confidence with the Jets and the Jags going to New York and then to Jacksonville, two East Coast teams. That's an easy flight. We know that. We take I've done that many a times to New York. I don't necessarily go to Jacksonville. I usually go to Miami or Key West. <laughs> but uh but I do think that that is a positive because you got to stack wins. And any NFL football player would tell you this. You ask Lawan down there in the graphic, "Hey, once you get a couple of wins under your belt, does the team start moving a little bit better during the week?" Yeah, the the well, confidence it, factor matters. I think that's a good thing. Wait, how about this? It's there's a lot of new faces on this team. Like we know that there's a lot of turnover with this roster, and there's still going to be more turnover with the roster even before we all get to training camp. Having road wins early in the season, team bonding, right? Like you bond on the road. Like there have been so many times, like the Nashville Predators made the playoffs this year after being a terrible team earlier in the season because they got hot on the road and they actually came together and started playing well. So if the Tennessee Titans can go on the road to Seattle and and win and maybe a really entertaining shootout style game and then go on the road to the Jets, on the road to the Jags, 
And if they can win some road games early, I really like how it can push and propel them to winning and ripping off a winning streak early in the year to get off on that hot start. It's kind of like you said, you know, they got a lot of new faces. They got to get to know each other, especially on the defensive side of the football is it's kind of like that new relationship. This is the first time you've traveled with that person. Can you travel together? Right. Do you enjoy it? I think that, I think that's a good uh, reference point. The one thing you talked about Seattle uh, I don't want to go back to the negative. That that game also, I don't have a lot of confidence in the Titans going to Seattle. Look at the history of that. They usually don't win that game. Ryan Fitzpatrick usually throws about four picks for the Titans wearing two-tone blue. Yeah, That's not going to happen, right, because Fitzpatrick's not in Tennessee. But going to Seattle is always tough. They did have that stellar win against Russell Wilson at home a few years ago, right? where Rashard Matthews took a screen pass. DeMarco Murray had a great game. 2017, yeah. Right? And so you look at that. I, 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 I value that. And on that day, Austin, if you did not know, the Titans were actually wearing blue over white, which they never used to do, uh, if you didn't know that. I, I like the schedule overall. At Seattle, Russell Wilson usually plays very well early, right? That's why he's always an MVP the first half of the year and then doesn't get a damn vote by the end. Yeah, uh, G-Man says it will be fun to watch A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf trying to outdo each other in week two. And you hope that they're both fully healthy because last year A.J. was not healthy in week two. Uh, Kyle says, I'm so excited for the Seattle game. I live in Washington and will be there in my Titans swag. I actually have a quick trivia question because I'm glad Kyle brought that up. A trick, uh, quick trivia question, Zach. What do you think is the most expensive ticket on the Titans schedule right now? Like, and I don't want you to go to, don't go to ESPN.com. No, no, no. I, I'm no sales material. Yes. Um, then what do you think is the most expensive ticket on the Titans schedule right now? I think it's one of three teams. Or right, one we of got three people games. guessing. We got people guessing. We got people guessing the Rams. We got people guessing the Chiefs. A no. lot of at LA. No, I, think, in. I think that the most expensive game is at Seattle. The most expensive game is not at Seattle. Uh, that is actually the second most expensive game where tickets start as low as 152. If you ain't first, you're last. What is the it? most expensive game? It's a road game. It's at New England, where tickets start as low as two forty nine, <laughs> almost a hundred dollars more expensive than the Seattle oh, game. Wow. What do you What do you think is the cheapest game on the Titans schedule? The cheapest game. There's a lot of them. <laughs> at home against the Texans. At home against the Texans is as low as $45, but not the cheapest game. Not the second cheapest game either. At home against the Jags. At home against the Jags is actually more expensive than that. No. What is it? It is at the Houston Texans as low as 41 bucks. In week 18. <laughs> People in Houston have given up on sports, yes. right? Everybody yeah. hates the Astros. The Rockets are the worst team in the NBA. And the Texans are about to be the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. So I thought <laughs> and they don't play fun. hockey down there. Yeah. Monsoon, who lives up uh, in New England, says, I got to start saving money for that Pats game. Well, that Pat, the, the Patriots, man, I, I, Patriots, Bucks, I'd love to know the price on that, right? We'll talk more about the NFL schedule tomorrow, but. Uh, Look, I I think that Patriots-Titans game, they have a lot of meaningful games, right? In my opinion, right? I think meaningful games, week six against the Bills. The Bills are looking to to get revenge because they got embarrassed on a Tuesday night in prime time after COVID, excuse me, last year. The Chiefs, they're building a rivalry there. I think the Patriots, as we mentioned, because the last time the Patriots saw the Titans, the Titans ended their dynasty, essentially. Right. Uh, the the Steelers, there's always a rivalry there. And then I look at the Dolphins late in the season. I, I'm i very intrigued by the Miami Dolphins. 
Yes. All right, Zach. So I'm going to take a, a quick left turn on this show and just adapt on the fly because the Atlanta Falcons did something on social media that has people chattering on Twitter with a graphic they put out and somebody who isn't on said graphic. But first, Zach, tell everybody about our great sponsor, Wilson County Hyundai. I will. Do you have the skill set to, to, to pull that to showcase it? Yeah, I'll make it happen. All right, you make that happen. I will make Wilson County Hyundai happen because I love to make Wilson County Hyundai happen. We've we've been there many times. They've been a great sponsor, Payne Bone. I could call him a friend. He is the owner of Wilson County Hyundai. Him and his team will hook you up with an unbelievable price at an unbelievable uh, for an unbelievable ride. The Hyundai Sonata, ooh, that sedan, it rides so smooth. The Elantra, it also does. But they're featuring their 2021 Palisade, which is their full-size SUV. They just revealed this thing like two years ago. This is kind of the best time to buy. It's like buying the Apple iPhone. You kind of let – you wait till the S. It's uh, – you know, you kind of wait till the kinks are worked out. 2021, this thing is roaring and ready to go. Third row seating, bucket seats, all the bells and whistles on the dash. The technology is unbelievable. Both Austin and I have Tef driven this car. If you've got a wife and kids, this is your perfect vehicle. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. A to Z Sports, don't forget we are powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Don't forget, download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Uh, Zach mentioned he won every bet he had last night. Uh, I went over for 2. It was only 2, and one of them was a free bet, so no sweat. But the Jazz and... Uh, the the Blazers just could not score the damn basketball, and I, I lost four that parlays. <laughs> well, good for you. Thanks for including me. All right, so uh, but anyway, BetMGM. Download the app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. So Zach, we're talking here. The Atlanta Falcons put out their wallpaper on Twitter for their schedule. So everybody, all of their fans can click and save that to their phone, upload it as their phone lock screen background. So whenever their buddy's asking like, hey, uh, what uh, what week do they play whoever? And they can pull it right back up there. Here's the top of that graphic, Zach. Look at the players on this graphic. It's a, a kicker is the first guy I noticed. Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, and a couple, uh, an offensive lineman who I don't know, a defensive lineman who I don't care about, and a, a, I'm guessing a defensive back who I also don't know. But there's no 11. There's no Uno Uno. There's no Julio Jones. Julio Jones has been a staple in the Falcons organization for a long time, and he is not on their graphic. Uh, he's like their best player. Not on the graphic. What does it mean? All right, I've got to do a little bit more research because uh, – no, okay. I have now officially confirmed. Now, this is interesting. Very, very interesting. This is a problem. This is not bad PR. I think they know something. They know Julio, June 2nd, he's flying somewhere else. He's not rising up in ATL. No. So I look tight. I will say this, and I, I we've we've got given our percentage on Julio coming to Nashville. There is a connection with Arthur Smith. We value that, but I will change my expectations for this team if they land Julio Jones. Best well, believe yeah. that. I mean, he's by far the second best receiver on this roster right now. I mean, I you give him a run for his money. I think Julio still has the skill set to be. Uh, that's a he's, whole other conversation. He's not the number one guy. AJ Brown's the number one guy. But things AJ's start to change if Julio Jones, that talk starts to creep up a little bit more as we get closer. I mean, June 2nd's fast approaching. It's May 13th. Yeah. So that uh, this is I this is a sign. <laughs> this is a sign that Julio they've kind of but also where's Kyle Pitts? Like, well, this is just a poor graphic. Well, yeah, you've got a kicker, a defensive lineman, and an offensive lineman in a year where you have a new head coach. So that tells you who's not moving the needle in Atlanta is uh, skilled players. Uh, you know, I think but it's – why? Kyle Pitts should be on there. Well, 
Arms not given? I don't know. Well, with you'd have to like fake uh, an image for Kyle Pitts. Like you can't just go pull something from last year. True. Not, True. You know, Fair. Yeah, you're not gonna put Kyle Pitts in a Florida uniform up there. Uh, but yeah, so but there's no there's no Arthur Smith, but Julio should be on the graphic. <laughs> Arthur Smith. No offense, you know, Arthur Smith does not resemble Sean McVay, right? Yeah, so Arthur Smith is just the guy who he does Zoom calls like he's looking into his oven waiting for his pizza. And right. so I doubt that that's not, you know, uh, graphic worthy for your schedule wallpaper uh, to put out there. So, <laughs> so I do find that interesting. So what does it mean? It means Julio Jones will not play for the Atlanta Falcons this year. I, I, I think it's trending more like that. Yes, but it, I also still think that he's not going to be in Tennessee. As somebody earlier uh, in the comments said uh, that Julio will not be in Atlanta or Tennessee this upcoming year from Stephen Wood. So I, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think. What about is, this? So yeah. worst case scenario, Stephen Rodriguez brings up listening to the NFL network last night. And they said he could be going to the Colts. They have $20 million to spend. That yeah. does make a lot of sense. AFC team. They have the money. T.Y. Hilton will be gone after this year, probably, because it's just a one-year contract. Michael Pittman Jr. is still young. They need to give Carson Wentz some help on the outside. That's worst-case so, scenario for the Disney Titans. They have Rob, one guy, and now the Colts have a lot more people. Yeah, Rob just says that would suck. Here's my thing. Michael Pittman said he was not going to give up number 11 to Carson Wentz. Would he give up 11 for Julio Jones? <laughs> probably. Probably that's, that's a good. Well, yeah, because wide receivers look up to Julio Jones. Yes, and he's a stand. Did, he set. He set a high bar. Yes. So, in this uh, so Ben says, if you're J. Rob, you overpay just to make sure the Colts don't get it. But the Titans can't do that. Yeah, they literally can't. They, they. I mean, I think, I think Ben mentioned earlier that jo that Robinson's been talking about trying to restructure some contracts, and they could do a big one if they restructure Ryan Tannehill. They can save a boatload of money. But they just have to pay Ryan Tannehill like twenty million dollars right now, and does Amy Adams Strunk, as rich as she and her family is, does Amy Adams Strunk have twenty million bucks to just give the Tannehills uh, right now? And that's well, a hard they're thing they're in the oil business, the KSA oil business, and I can't get gas currently, so I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sure their business is just fine. Um, but 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 having 20 mil on hand to just wire transfer to Mr. Tannehill yeah, is, it, is it, asking a lot. We just don't know the books, right? So uh, she uh, does no issues, G Man. Uh, if I have $200, they have 20 mil, says Gregor Man. <laughs> I don't think Amy Adam Strunk is the one going to the gas station putting gas into plastic bags. Yeah, Rob did say we, that, that, I got a quick 20 second timeout to not derail the show even more. You're on the what? clock. What the hell is going on? Our people are stupid. I know that. But this is dumbass. Like, what are you doing, 46-year-old Sharon, getting out of your car and dumping gas in plastic bags and putting it in your trunk? Like, you stink. And I and that, that's a hazard, too, right? It's a fire hazard. But, like, you stink. You smell. The 20 seconds are up. <laughs> All right. So, Zach, I think the NFL messed up when it comes to the Titans primetime game. So I'll tell you where I think they messed up. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the area. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. They can help you create extra cash flows for you and your family. You can build long-term wealth by having long-term equity and renting out your home instead of selling. If you have a graduate from high school or college in graduation season and they need somewhere to live, RentersWarehouse.com has a great inventory all across the mid-state at a bunch of different price levels, perfect for your graduate, wherever they might need to be. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports, download the app today. That's BetMGM. They'll hook you up with great promos, including today, risk-free bet up to $600. You cannot beat that. Download the app today. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports right there on the screen. Real quick, uh, we did get this. Uh, Thomas, as a Titans fan in Atlanta, I'd like to mention that Julio Jones was not on the Falcons graphic last year, uh, which, again, I don't understand good why. Good recon, though. Who's that? Thomas. Tom Shout out to Thomas. That's good recon. I don't yeah. follow the Falcons uh, newspaper, or, uh, wallpaper year to year, but... 
again, it's still weird though. Like you would you would expect Julio Jones to be somebody that they prop up something or nothing. Uh, I think this year it's something. No, it means nothing for the Titans, but it's absolutely something for Julio Jones. The fact that it's a wallpaper, it's nothing. Okay. I, I disagree. I think it's something. Okay, so where the NFL messed up with the Titans primetime games. The Titans, like, why did they pick two NFC West teams to feature the Titans on primetime when the Titans have plenty of AFC big market notable opponents? Like, it just so who got, are the other teams that you're targeting? So uh, we talked about this yesterday. And I know the Patriots are not the Patriots of old, right? Because Tom Brady's not there. But when you look at the other AFC markets that the Titans have on the schedule, you've got the Chiefs, the Bills they got, and then the, the Steelers and the Patriots. I just thought it was weird that they got two NFC West opponents at, on prime, and the Colts too, they had last year on primetime. But they got two NFC West opponents instead of two AFC opponents that actually have implications on the playoff picture. And even the Dolphins, the Dolphins carry some weight nationally, but even the Dolphins would make more sense on Thursday night football late in the year with playoff implications instead of the Niners. Like it just, it threw me off. I was not expecting two weird random matchups to have on prime time. Like I understand LA, San Francisco, Massive TV markets, but again, like there was other opportunities to put a meaningful matchup early or late in the year with two AFC playoff contenders. So here's, I think, how they look at they look at the schedule in prime time. It's a puzzle, right? You have to pair a right. big market team with a small market team, but you also try to pair big market team to big market team. That's where you make your most money. Early in the season on Thursday Night Football, small market team Cincinnati versus Jacksonville, small market, right? Yeah, Early in the season. Of, get it out of the way. Steal it. And just steal hopefully it. you get a healthy Burrow and a healthy Trevor Lawrence and bank on that, right? A pray emoji, right? Yeah. This, uh, and there is a technique to it. Plus, you have seven. That's the max. Most got five if you look at the big market team. Only exclusive got got seven, but I think they tried to hedge to say LA and West coast. And they said, those are going to get more ratings. That that's the philosophy. These, and they're good teams. The Rams are going to be good. The oh, yeah. 49ers are going to be good. It's actually, I think it owed more to the Titans playing good football late in the year. Cause I do think that the 49ers are going to be in the playoff hunt and playing good football when they play the Titans. The NFC West division is just a gauntlet within itself, right? And those, it, All of those teams got a lot of primetime games because they're, that's the best division. Yeah, and they all have quarterbacks that are worthwhile, worth watching, right? Did the Texans the, – the Texans got a primetime game, but – Everybody has to have one, like Spider-Man. Everybody gets one. Okay, you probably don't know this, right? So you don't know who the Texans – Thursday night game is? I do not. All right. I'm going to look this up real quick. You can play a guessing game. Who do you think they paired the Texans with? It's early. It's week three. <laughs> Dolphins? Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. So, because uh, I always think, I always look at that, actually. Who's the worst team in the league? Where did they place them on Thursday night? And who did they face them against? So, smart on the NFL. You so, got the Jags and the Texans out of the way early. Yeah, Puka says that the NFL is screwed if Aaron Rodgers gets traded. I think they're banking on that not happening because I I I've, I think Aaron Rodgers will be in Green Bay this upcoming year. Times Fly all uh, says, "How did the Saints get five primetime games?" Easy answer: the city in the market of New Orleans is the number one NFL television market in the entire country. Now I'm not, I'm talking about every NFL game. So the Saints and the in the New Orleans area draws the best ratings across the NFL and the entire country. It's weird. It's like, you know who draws the biggest ratings for SEC football? Birmingham. Right? And also I know this because we do research because we're expanding our company, right? So like we know these analytics. The New Orleans and Chicago. We're not going to Birmingham. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we are this summer. 
Physically, yes, but uh, the business is not expanding to Birmingham. We, no, no, I thought no. I was done with Hoover, Alabama, and the uh, uh, Regency Hotel uh, with SEC Media Days three years ago. Coach Pros, we go down there and see Coach Pros. <laughs> Get your ass on the line. But no. yeah, no. Uh, but so you think the you think are you excited about the Titans primetime games? Uh, I am. I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited about any primetime game. I'm more excited about the Bucks schedule, which I, I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say anything about that, but the NFL, woo, they are strategic. They are strategic. They know who they want in the playoffs. Now, look, you talk about setting themselves up like Dak getting hurt. That really hurt the, the, the NFL last year because the Cowboys always have a ton of primetime games, and they got flexed out of a couple of them because Andy Dalton was their quarterback, right? So uh, sometimes that happens. But I I look at the Titans' schedule overall. I think it's a good schedule. I think the primetime games are intriguing. And the one thing that they did is they put the Titans back-to-back with the two best teams in the AFC, right? The Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills in back-to-back weeks. Those two weeks may be the toughest weeks of any NFL team has. And short week, Monday night to Sunday, Monday night to Sunday at noon. And so it's Monday night of football with the Bills, and I expect that's a, that's a Nance and Romo type of game with Tracy Wolf and Romo on the sidelines uh, there on, on CBS. So let's do per, quick prediction time. I, I have, hold on, I have one thing that I don't like because we talked about all the positives outside the primetime games. One thing I don't necessarily love about the Titans' schedule is I like the the late bye week in week 13. I think that's beneficial. I don't like that the bye week and the mini bye week of the Thursday night game are so close and they're so late. I would, if I were a player, I'd prefer full bye week, week 12 or 13, Thursday night mini bye week, week seven or eight, because you still have the short week before the mini bye week. And so it's going to be a tougher turnaround to have. Those two buy and mini buy so close to each other. That's the one thing I wasn't necessarily excited about. All right. Marcus says, say no to code blue. Yeah, I agree. Question. Do you think they'll do code blue this year? Uh, They will. Yeah. Okay. I agree. They will definitely do code blue. Should they? Uh, That's in the eye of the beholder. Who, where do you think code blue comes? Uh, They better not do it week three against the Colts. Uh, No, they, they don't do it that early. They do it late in the year. Um, I would think it's, uh, you know, you don't have a great late option. You're not doing it against the Jags. I mean, maybe the Dolphins, but that's just a weird. I would think, you know, the Bills Monday night game would would honestly make the most sense. Or or they do it Thursday night football against the Niners. Thursday night football against the Niners. That's my prediction. Yeah, I, I, I still don't, don't. They just shouldn't do it. Just Wear the jerseys without making. I think the players like it. I don't know. They don't play real great, but they like it. Yeah. Tone just says, please, not against Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh's in Pittsburgh. They're not going to do road code blue, just home code blue. All right, Zach, let's do our full predictions. Our Titans schedule release, the immediate win loss predictions for the season. Get your records in. Remember, you got to do math. It's 17 games. You got to add that extra record, add that extra win or loss. What is your immediate win-loss prediction for the Titans season? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Suttle. Yeah, Calvin and Suttle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. Give them a quick call at 615-448-6414 or go online at calvinandsuttle.com. They're trusted right here in Middle Tennessee, whether you live in right outside, like in Clarksville or Goodlettsville or Gallatin, Spring Hill, Davidson County, Williamson County. It doesn't matter. They have your hardwood floors. Rip up those old carpet in your house, make and upgrade your house. Make your house a home. That's what I say. And you can make it your that home even more special. Your wife will probably love this idea. You go home, your wife will be like, look, I watch this show, A to Z Sports. It is unbelievable. It's the, my favorite show. Zach has the best takes. Austin, a little shaky at times, yeah, but yeah. we're not talking about this. We're talking about getting brand new hardwood floors, honey. I want new hardwood floors. She's going to be like, let's do it. Calvin and Suttle, let's give them a call today. 615-448-6414. She's going to start listening to the show. It's just going to be great. CalvinandSuttle.com.
A to Z Sports, our morning show is powered by BetMG and the King of Sportsbooks. Download the app today. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. I was watching the boxing matches last weekend with one of my friends. He downloaded the app. We strategically set him up to win with his risk free bet. He, he took a big gamble with his risk free bet and then he kind of countered it with another bet. So he won regardless because he got free money, won a bet, bet MGM, download the app today, and you can use it for a bunch of different things, including the upcoming NFL season. Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks, code ATOZ sports. So, Zach, a lot of comments uh, about the win-loss record. Weird. A lot of them. And is, so The we, numbers are weird. They are weird. Just remember, think of it like it's NCAA I tournament, March Madness, first-round seeding. It doesn't work. Aaron says 15-2. and two. Hopefully, they're not the Ohio State losing to the 15th seed. Uh, Lee says 12-5. and five. Josh, 13-4. and four. Ten and six from Christine Boyd. I'm sorry, ten and seven. I see. I did it. I just I saw it, but I <laughs> you read did it, it when you I read it. it the wrong, yeah, <laughs> Boyd ten and seven. Twelve and five from Rob. Eleven and six from Marquis. Twelve and five from Steven. Sixteen zero and one from James. Ten and seven. A couple eleven three and eleven and sixes in a row. There's a ten and seven. Nine and eight. Twelve and fives having a run here uh, from Warren, Terrence, and Stacy. Michael. With 11 and 6, 10 and 7 right there. So I'm trying to find what I think the most popular answer is. And I feel like it's it's 10 and 7, 11 and 6, 12 and 5. I think those are the most popular answers, Zach. All right. So I, I have looked at this schedule. I'm not going to go through it game by game. I think we can save you that. Uh, I, I think that they can, uh, I think they have an easier top half of this schedule i think it gets hard as we've we've talked about when you hit buffalo and you hit kansas city and that stretch and then towards the end you got to win games against pittsburgh and miami those two that will define your season i think right now i mean i'm not gonna i would love to to throw in a tie here right and really shake things up because now there's more opportunity for a tie and i don't really like the, the overtime rules but i think this to me looks like a I think they're I think I actually agree with the chat. This is a 10 and 7 or 11 16. Mm. I probably choose more 10 and 7 because of the schedule. Yeah. Rob says 10 is the floor. I I think nine is the floor. Right. Uh I, nine you, is definitely the floor. Nine is the floor with this because look, the Colts are going to be competitive. If you can split the Colts, it's a good thing. I was gonna do this and I didn't do it to you, Michael. Nine seventy one. The Seahawks early is just weird. The Seahawks play pretty good football early on in the year. They usually get out. Remember, Russell Wilson's always in the MVP conversation, like in October, like fifth. Uh, so I think you know you got to beat the Jets. I think honestly, you ne- you have to beat the Cardinals. If you beat the Cardinals, that's one. I feel like you get the double digit wins if you can beat the Cardinals. But the Cards, Jets, Jags twice. There's four. Uh, then you've got the Texans twice. You're at six. I you know I, I think you've got to you got to win a lot of hard games, and so I think I honestly Zach I think nine and eight is their record. I think it's just too difficult. Like they're playing so many good teams this year because that's what you draw. Whenever you win, the defending division. Whenever team. you win your division, you have to play other first place teams, and those first place teams that they drew this year are the Chiefs. Uh, the um, Saints and who is the third? Uh, the I'm sorry, I lost it. What are you, what are you asking? I, I was trying to think of who their their other first place team. Uh, the, oh, the Steelers. Uh, those are the three first place teams that they have to play on their schedule because they won their division. Chiefs, Steelers, Saints in that order. So I say nine and eight. I think you talk about the negatives. I talk about you have four wins on the schedule with Jags and Texans. I think this is a this is a season that you can sweep both of those teams. I think you can win and split with the Colts like you usually do. So you're at five. You're halfway there. So now you got to find five more winnable games. And I think they do have that with the Cardinals, with the Jets, with the uh, Saints. I, I think that's a winnable game. And then – you're going to have to win tough games. 
Yeah. You're going to have to you're going to have to win one of the two primetime games against West Coast teams. So either the Rams or the 49ers, probably more like the 49ers. You're going to have to beat the Dolphins to get into the playoffs or to get higher seed in the playoffs. And then I don't I actually don't think that they're going to beat the Bills or the Chiefs. I think they're going to lose either. I think a they're going to lose both of those games. A lot of people are commenting that the Bills are first place team. Yes, the Bills are first place team, but the Titans are playing the entire AFC East division. Yeah, so Same thing with the NFC West. So that's not uh, that rotational first place opponent because you won your division. And you know, Gabrielle says and others have said, "Have we forgotten Drew Brees retired and they're starting uh, quarterback is either a tight end or Jameis Winston like the Saints. <laughs> I agree with Gabrielle that the t- the Titans because the Saints this year probably the worst previous first place team, right? Yeah, but you but the Saints roster is the Saints loaded. are worse than the Washington football uh, Washington football team is probably Washington, the worst. Yeah. But the Saints roster is loaded. But they have a massive issue of question. They got nobody to throw. They can't throw the ball. But but the defense, all studs. All studs on the defense. The the offense has the O-line intact. They've got good skilled players with Thomas and Alvin Kamara. It's just what the hell is the quarterback situation going to look like? They got a high school center fielder or a guy who throws to the other team. Right now, I I, I know. But but the Saints will play tight games because the roster is that good. And they also have Brady twice, right? And their division is getting better. The Falcons are going to be better. The Panthers, I mean, I don't know how many games they lost by uh, one score or like single digits. I think seven. That's going to change. The Panthers are going to be better. I. This is one thing I'm very bullish on two quarterbacks. I'm bullish on Trevor Lawrence, and I'm bullish on Sam Darnold. In Carolina now, Matt Rule has got to start practicing red zone and two minute drill because apparently, did you hear that? Yeah, I saw it. What the hell? Uh, that I I saw that and I go, that's just Matt Rule not knowing something. That is him as a college coach being hired and like you know, jumping you, on the you, scene and nobody telling him, hey, we need to do this. No, you know what that is? That's Matt Rule being used to only being able to work twenty hours a week with college athletes and <laughs> not having. <laughs> Pros that they can do, they don't have the hour limit. Well, and also looking at Matt Rule's coaching style, I, I actually find it very unique. He has done, he is really truly rebuilding their franchise and their team in blocks. His first year, all free agents were on offense. His first year, they drafted every single defensive player, all yeah. defense. So he's doing things in blocks. So now I'm actually not surprised. Because he's got a long leash. Take advantage of that. And nobody in the NFL has a long leash. So, Zach, your your prediction is initially 10 and 7. I say 9 and 8. I think this is a 9 and 8 football team. Just because, like, there's a lot of uh, a lot of weight is going to be on young players who don't have production on offense and defense, really. Where, you know, you feel good about Tannehill, Henry, and A.J. Brown. Outside of that, there's a lot of uh, question marks. You feel good about Bud Dupree, Jeffrey Simmons, and and maybe Harold Landry and Kevin Byer. But outside of that, there's a lot of question marks on the Titans defense. And Puka brings up something very interesting, and this usually happens every football season. Puka says Buffalo got a lot better after the Titans beat them. We, what team can you catch before they catch fire, right? And if you look at the Titans' schedule, maybe, maybe it's the Seahawks early, right? Maybe it is uh, the Chiefs are who the Chiefs are. So you got to look at that. Zach, I think it's the Colts. I think I think getting the Colts week three is very beneficial because it's Carson Wentz early before he really can get his sea legs under him. Remember, the Titans beat the defending Super Bowl champ Eagles in week four of that season when Carson Wentz was playing after he was returned from the injury and he wasn't quite back yet. And the Titans that was, were like, able to, that was his first game back. It was his first game back. And so there was some rust there. And so I think the Colts week three is a big opportunity to, to get up 1-0 in the division. I remember that game very, very well. White over Navy blue. Overtime. Yeah. Corey Davis. That was that was Corey Davis's one highlight of his yeah. Titans career. Uh, well, he had some more than that. but That uh, was one of like five. Dennis or Denise uh, says free agency hasn't ended. We'll make a move after June 1st. No, I absolutely agree. So we're doing our 
you know, our initial schedule, looking at the whole 17 games uh, to see what our initial expectations are nine and eight, which I think, I think the Titans and Colts could both be nine and eight and a nine and eight team can win the AFC South just because hard schedules around for everybody. Yeah. And that's the best, that's the best part about the damn NFL. Everybody knows that every fan of every team is looking at their schedule and being like, man, this is tough, <laughs> right? Nobody, nobody in the NFL, like you look at a college schedule. It's like, oh man, we got the school of the deaf and blind week two. Oh, we end the season right before we play the iron ball with like, you know, some BS team from the Gulf coast that, that, that is none. The, yep. the one, but the one team that is, is the Texans because of the question mark of Deshaun Watson, in which we both feel that he will not play a snap this season. Mm-hmm. That is the benefit. You get that team twice. Hey, how about this little nugget too? The Titans have the opportunity to play a lot of rookie quarterbacks because you're going to play Zach Wilson most likely in week four against the Jets. You'll play Trevor Lawrence twice, good or bad. Uh, there's an opportunity for you to play uh, Davis Mills at some point against the Texans once or twice. There's an opportunity to play against Mac Jones and Trey Lance. So you might get a lot of rookie quarterbacks on the schedule, but that's, you know, we, we have to see how those things play out. So last year they lost that game that you thought they would win to a rookie quarterback with the Bengals and Joe Burrow. So very interesting there. But here's one benefit that we haven't talked about. The last three years now, who have the Titans played in the season finale? Texas. This is the best year to play them in the season finale. They're, they're, they are checked out. They're booking trips to Cabo. Well, they're trying to get the number one pick. Oh, yeah. Because now, they actually last have year, one. Right? Now, last year was a little bit different, but now since there's more games, who knows? I think that that's kind of the slight thing that you don't think about that really could pay off at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. We're an hour into it. I think we've had some really good conversations about this Titan schedule. But let's move on, Zach, to the Magic Bucket to wrap up this Thursday show. Magic Bucket. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. The boneandjointtn.org is where to go. Uh, Check them out. boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever that injury happens to you in life, make sure you know where to go, you know who to trust, how to get back to health, how to rehab through it all because they've got a state-of-the-art facility in Franklin, Tennessee, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. Don't forget, we are powered. Our title sponsor of this morning show is BetMGM. Download the app today and use that promo code right there on the screen, A-T-O-Z Sports. Austin and I have had a fantastic experience with BetMGM. They give you parlay boosts after you sign up. Like You get free bets on Monday. They have so many good promotions to help you win more money and as i said last night red hot shout out to trey young shout out to russell westbrook and all my guys that helped me win all my parlays last night and shout out to the lakers for not blowing it to the damn houston rockets yeah and having right i mean they, that was a must-win game ad and lebron didn't play they still won by two all right zach magic bucket time i've got it right here but it is your sticker week i believe sir uh, it is. I almost had a freakout moment. Um, I've used that one. I ha- I think I'm down to one last one. Uh, no, maybe I have two. I don't think I have used this one because I only see you every once in a while. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're losing space on this bucket. Like, it's. I don't know what we're going to do moving forward. Very random, but kind of funny. This is the humorous... The humorous sticker. It's kind of like your, um, what was the rhyme? Your double sticker. Oh, is the uh, is the scoop? There it is. Scoop. There it is. Right. So I'm gonna go with. Let's see if you can uh, understand this. I'll be back. (laughs) But it is a boomerang, so it does make a lot of sense. It does make sense. It's funny, and I believe it's small enough uh, so we can like find a sliver of it for you know on the bucket somewhere. I forgot we got the crying Jordan meme on there. Of course, we get the crying. I mean, what don't we have on this bucket? I mean, there's so many random things on this bucket. So yeah, that the magic buckets, uh, as Rob says, it'll probably be the magic barrel by the end of you know wherever the hell it ends up going. All right, Zach, Magic Bucket, I will pull for me first this week. And, again, 
Don't you have like 20 new submissions that need to go in the bucket? Oh, he froze. Oh, you're I'm back. back. Okay, you froze. I didn't realize that. I'm going to pull from, from me. I just kept talking. That's okay. But uh, I'll pull in for me, and you have like 20 submissions that need to go in the bucket, right? I do. So I'll give you these stickers next time we're on location. and uh, well, you can see, We'll see each other tomorrow for a meeting, so bring them in. That's right. I got to find a printer. All right. Oh, gosh. Um, I have to uh, attempt to fold a fitted sheet and teach the proper technique to fold a fitted sheet on the next uh, on-location show. It sounds just like a massive headache and hassle. Yeah, because nobody knows how to fold a fitted sheet, and it never goes well. Like You think you start off pretty strong, and then it always just crumbles right in front of you. I'm going to sound very... Uh very privileged just don't say it just don't i know what you're gonna say just so just don't say it but i mean i have but i, no, I haven't just folded don't a, say it. don't say i it. haven't folded a fitted sheet in good for you more than five years good congratulations okay so <laughs> all right you gotta pay to play baby <laughs> all right so this is for zach have you done your disney song yet um, no, no. Well, this is what you have to do tomorrow. You have to learn a famous Disney song and sing it tomorrow on the show. And Hakuna Matata is off limits because that's what I did a few months ago. I have to do some research. I mean, I, I, I that is one thing I don't really get embarrassed that much about singing because it's bad, right? I mean, you're just, <laughs> it's bad, but it's going to be bad tomorrow. I'm going to have to do some research on the best you put. I'm not going to put as much effort as you did. I'll tell you oh, that. I, it, well, cause I wanted to not like make myself look like a fool, but I also wanted to like have fun with it and it for it to be entertaining to everybody. I think I'm going more, make myself look like a fool route. So we'll find out. We'll, we'll see how that All works. Right, so Disney song tomorrow, uh, on the show. So, and, and Sean, and we get a lot of things and this is, I think COVID hit or something, or we changed. We yeah, you, I you did do my rap. It was live from the main stage. I, so yeah. I already did my rap. You did. Um, and it was great. And you didn't follow the instructions. It was only supposed to be 12 bars, but you went for like a minute and a half. Well, and it was, it was, it was just, I was you just degrading you. Cause you kind of did the same thing. So it was like, I can't even remember. That was a long time ago. It was it was back in like literally uh September. Right. But I did I have completed the rap. I got again, I got 25 more submissions for this magic book. I know I, I'm ready good. for it because some are bad. Yeah. So and and monsoon's right. COVID has ruined the taser event to this point. We have not I I will not allow that to be forgotten. Oh, no, I mean it will be paid off. Uh we just gotta get a little bit more out of COVID. Yeah. We're all we're we're a lot further I mean, out than I think we've ever ever been. Oh yeah, and it's, we we also need to get some more gas, right? So <laughs> let's wait till we get some more gas. And did we you hear about I mean, Chick Fil A? Might I mean I don't know if you can make the and Chick-fil-A. the sauces got to come back a little bit more. I don't know if you can make the Brentwood Chick Fil A line even longer, but the sauce shortage, which is hard to say, uh, will do that to you. Here's a quick question while we're on the topic. Yeah, when you go to well, I guess you don't really go to Chick-fil-A. I don't have them in the Chick-fil-A in Don't uh, say it. Don't say it, Austin. Don't say it. Oh, well, I'm not showing don't, my privilege. I'm not I'm not looking it. like a total tool by saying that. <laughs> that's I, not, just, I don't look like a tool. I don't give a damn. Like that's just is what it is. But uh I have not been to Chick-fil-A probably in three years. So this is gonna sound even worse. My Chick-fil-A order is like to a T. This is what I get, and it includes sauce instruction that now i cannot oh, do my I, you, i'm a big sauce guy always no, have been but sauce. you're also difficult at restaurant guy too well if i ask you for something and you provide it then do it right yeah. that's the game i'm paying you money for it so i get spicy chicken sandwich sweet tea with lemon and fries right and a cookie sometimes when i'm feeling good but i also ask for I've cut back, to be honest. I used to ask for three Chick-fil-A sauces. Now I only ask for two. But I do ask for four ketchups. They never give you... Uh, uh, they they now won't give you... You get one ketchup? I, I, I can't one stand, sauce? Like, people who work at fast food restaurants 
always treat you asking for more ketchup like you're taking their personal ketchup. It's like it's, it's not yours. Like just give me more ketchup packets. It's ketchup. Yeah, but they're always like ah, and they always give you like two more. And like like I need more ketchup, more, not this little ketchup. When stuff. it comes to packets, not the plastic containers. Packets, I need a minimum of nine ketchups. Like the yeah, little squeeze things? Nine, because I go three, cut them, squeeze, three, cut them, squeeze, three, cut them, squeeze. Oh, well, there you go. Sauce uh, instructions from Zach Bingham. <laughs> All right, well, Zach's got some uh, singing new tomorrow morning, so we'll see you then. Have a great rest of your Thursday. A lot of loaded content. A to Z Sports Nashville.com for Titans schedule uh, other analysis there. Buck Rising live on the zone at 10. Also tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime, the A to Z Sports Podcast Network, new Preds episode out this morning with Alex Doherty and Chris Link about the playoffs. So we'll see you guys later on. Here's a little preview. Adios.